Hey guys, welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast where psychology, pop culture, and self meets. It's your girl, Penny Nassi, here again with week two of consistency. Yeah, go me, because I've been needing to do that. Like I tell y'all every single freaking episode, but we're here with episode two. Um, this episode was supposed to be about first generational things and topics. Me and my cousins recorded a full episode when I was at home. And I thought that it was going to be like good with the audio and stuff like that. Play the audio and it was all dismantled in a hot ass mess. So we will be, we will not be using that audio. And this will just be me and you guys on this episode. So yeah, um, let's get into the updates. Hmm. It's quarantine, so the updates are very much so, like, not really big ones or anything, more so personal ones. I think I told you guys in the beginning of quarantine, I started doing, like, 30 days of yoga with Yoga with Adrian, and it's been super duper, duper, duper dope and, like, life-changing to the fact of some doing something consistently that's, like, good for you, like, always feels really good. So I'm on day 29, that means I'm almost done and I definitely will continue to do yoga like every single day or as much as I can during the week because it's definitely like just like the Calm app and like meditation, it really, as little as it seems that it's doing, like those stretches, the stillness, the meditation, just completing something that you said that you're going to do, it like does so much for your like mental, for your spiritual, for like your product productivity for everything so I'm lit off of finishing my little 30 days of yoga with Adrian like Adrian is like my home girl if any of y'all ever do like any like at home yoga videos Adrian is that girl because she literally breaks things down and it's like a slow build especially if you've never done yoga before and I've done yoga before I used to go to like a yoga studio and everything like that shout out to yoga for the people but um it just is a slow build to really like help you get all of those poses and just like know how to breathe and just know how everything works. And if you've never tried yoga and want to try, I definitely suggest doing the 30 day yoga challenge with yoga with Adrian. She's amazing. Um, what else? Oh, I started like the Nike run club app situation and I had no idea. It's a whole coach on there, like helping you run and stuff like that. When I run, I just would run. Honestly, I would pace. Like, if I run with my brother in Houston, then I he knows how to pace and do that whole trainer type of thing. But when I run by myself, I'm just, like, running because I've just never been just that into it. Um, but with the coach and stuff, it makes it just so much easier. And I put this on the For Your Thoughts page about how I went for my first New York City run maybe three to four weeks ago. And I've been trying to do at least one of the Nike club runs a week. It starts and it's like your first run really, really slow, you know, just get the feel of it, just get the vibe of like what it feels for like to have a good ass run. Second run, third one, I just did my first pacing type of run. So I got to speed it up this time. It was in interview in intervals. Basically, it's like eight minutes. Well, no, it's not eight minutes. Anyways, that doesn't even matter. I'm going on a tangent per usual. But um, yeah, the Nike. Run Club is lit. Um, this quarantine is having me on my super workout shit. I always work out in like sporadic moments. I do yoga all the time, but 
I really want to train and get like this. I feel like I already have banging ass body. This That's probably not humble at all, but I really do feel that way. But I really want to, you know, like dedicate a little bit of like time to really like building and being like cautious and aware of like building like a nice little body or whatever. So I'm really happy to get into consistent workout phase. And then after a couple months, I'll definitely start the whole training thing for sure. Um, and it's just another good, positive, fun thing to do while we aren't able to do much of anything. So that's my little like fitness update or whatever. Um, I'm looking at my notes. Oh, I made a huge, huge, huge decision that felt like one of the most natural decisions I've ever made ever. I'll talk about it later, but it pertains to the podcast, pertains to, you know, just my vision for all of this media, mental health, psychology situation that I have for like the vision for For Your Thoughts. And I'm super duper excited about it. I know it's going to be a lot of hard, a lot of hard work doing that plus working, but I think it's going to be one of the best things that, that I've ever done. So I'm super excited and I'll announce that once it needs to be announced. Um, we're also moving into phase three. So we're able to kind of do a little bit more. I've seen a couple more friends than normal in the past couple of weeks. Um, had a little fun. Nothing's really changing because things are still kind of odd. Um, I'm going to probably try to go out a little bit more. Maybe this weekend or this week. Not out, out, but just like go get my nails done. We can do that now. We can get waxes and stuff like that. We can do all that cute stuff. So that'd be nice to get like a mani-pedi or whatever. It's crazy that we haven't had those luxuries in so long. Or like even the luxury to just like sit inside and eat. That's just not a thing anymore. Um, But I'm excited for phase three. And I feel like New York is doing really, really good with this whole, as good as, well, better than most. Because the way Houston is set up right now, it's supposed to be at home for July 4th. And I'm here, but I think it's a good thing that I'm here because I'm just like really, really focused right now. Um, But the way you guys are handling Corona, I really want y'all to know that this is like really, 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 really serious and staying home is okay just for the beginning of it i know i we got tired of staying home me and my people we really got tired of being in the house but we just created fun things to do just and it actually was really 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 fun in its own little way it was like a break from like you know your everyday life and everyday routine everyday world i think that's actually super duper fun i know the past episodes i've talked about you know what to do um, spiritually, like mentally to, you know, have a better time during this whole pandemic, but make shit fun. It's so much you can come up with. Ooh, okay. Hold on one second. Karen civil shout out to Karen, my girl. She posted this super dope activity that I think that I'm going to do this weekend. So basically what you do is, hold on, I'm trying to find the tweet. So she said, she tweeted, I'm going to share an idea that I created during COVID. I wrote down about 40 to 60 things, painting, running five miles, make pretzel bed, etc., and put it in a bowl. Each day I pull something new out to do. It gives me something to look forward to during the uncertainty. And I was like, yes, like that's dope. Um, I feel like in the beginning of quarantine, even now like, I'm doing like things, just you have to, you have to stay busy and stay having fun, stay just moving because it's it's just a lot going on but um 
it'd be super dope to create like a list of things I've never done before, never made before, and really dedicate myself to, to doing exactly that on whatever weekend or whatever day that I just need to do something different, right? So that's super dope. So basically all you do is, and I'll update you guys if I actually do it. I think that I really will though. But shout out to Karen Civil. Love her. Um, yeah, just write down a bunch of things, put it in a cute little bowl. You can make, you can decorate your little bowl. You can do whatever. You can use a mason jar, you know, make it cute, a little razzle dazzle or whatever. And just pick it out whenever you need something to do. Or every single day, I feel like every day we should do something new. We have time to do that. So do that. And I think, and let me know if y'all do do that. I think that would really help during this time as well. Yeah, I was supposed to go home. The Roni was not an ideal situation. Um, so I'm just here continuing to work on me, continuing to adjust to all of life's like abrupt changes, continuing to grow, continuing to cry if I have to, continuing to just, you know, live this beautiful life that God has given me. Um, so that's kind of, I think those are like all my updates. That's pretty much it for the updates. I do want to remind you guys to always message me for the pen pal letters. You can email me at penny and assy, penny period and assy at gmail.com, P-E-N-N-I-E period A-N-A-S-S-I at gmail.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram or Twitter. Um, most of y'all know my app, but if you don't, it's at Penny Peace at P-E-N-N-I-E-P-E-A-C-E. And also make sure you guys, whenever you are listening to the podcast, the best way to share it is through like word of mouth and just let, letting people know that you genuinely fuck with me and with the podcast. And that's how everything will grow. And that's how people will be, will be able to listen to the podcast more and more and more. So Make sure you guys share, tag me, I'll repost it. If you guys ever have any questions or anything like that, you guys went in on the relationship thing. I love that. Um, and I hope that was clear that, yes, you can definitely have a, develop a friendship or relationship during this time, but people are lonely as fuck right now. So make sure that you're doing it, not because you're lonely, but because you really like that person. Um, and you make sure you're getting all of the shit that you need to do, that you need to get done, done. And, um yeah date as long as you're healthy safe and not just doing it because you're lonely and you need affection because we haven't seen humans in forever okay that's really was the moral of that story um so yeah that is my update we're gonna move on to the pen pal letters and for pen pal letters we have some old audio with lauren of course i love her and her um, wild hinge stories. So, uh, yeah, moving on to the pen pal letters with Lauren at La La Wear. All right, we got Charles girl La La Wear <laughs> here with another hinge, and just a. I feel like this time we're doing like more so of a quarantine dating update because I know that people either can't date or they're trying to date, they're with a new boo or with the old boo. I feel like just dating is just very, very interesting right now during the quarantine. So we're going to just have like a little chat about that. I know you guys loved her hinge story before. And like I said, she might be able to get me a hinge sponsorship. So we're going to continue to talk about this. Um, but okay, here's Lala Weir. Hey guys. All right. So like, how have you been trying to date? Or like, how has dating even been working for you 
since the quarantine hit? Okay, so, I mean, I think that um, it hasn't been working. Um, <laughs> let's just start there. No, but I really, I've just been kind of just, on some bored shit, just been on hinge. And mm. I've just been, like, kind of talking to people. But I do know in the beginning of the quarantine, I was talking to one person for a good little minute, someone that I met on hinge. And I really think the problem with that is... You haven't touched anything. I think the problem with that is that, like, I was... I met this person. I was talking to them for probably, like, a month before we actually met up. So we would FaceTime and like talk and it was cool. But then when I met him in person, I was like, oh no, I'm good. Yeah, I feel like most of the time, if you're going to online date, I don't, I think in the situation that we were in, it was kind of like, ooh, should we meet up? Should we not meet up? Because it's a pandemic, you know? But a lot of the times when you meet someone, you kind of talk to them for like a, a week or two or three and then you meet them mm-hmm. and you know, okay, we vibe, it's cool, but it's different when you can just only talk to someone via social or via a phone, via text, whatever, and then you wait and you you have to wait to see them. And a lot of people might think, well, okay, that's good. You've you formed a connection. So by the time you yeah, meet that's them, by the time you meet them, it's all good. Like y'all are y'all feel like y'all know each other. Yeah, but no. So I think in my case, I think he was really cool and it could have been a situation of he was the only person I was really just talking to at that time. Like only like guy that I was just connecting with and talking to. And he he's he seemed pretty cool. We were talking, we had banter, and like I like a good banter. And for all of you who are like, what is banter? They know what banter is. I mean, no, I got, somebody I got smart listeners. You do, but someone did definitely ask me what was banter. Who asked that? I'm not gonna say. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean dudes might be like, what is banter? What yeah. exactly is banter? I think it's a very UK thing though. That word. Something banter back and forth, like just like yeah, no, I know. Yeah, but I mean, I, know. I, I, I I'm, I'm not trying to say y'all dumb, but I just feel like <laughs> if someone did say what is banter, like what does that mean? So if you don't know, I'm gonna tell you. Yes, please, banter is when you know a, two people kind of just have they they just witty jokes, just mm-hmm. back and forth. It's just wit. It's just like saying shit like okay, with your dumb ass. Okay, yeah, with your but. But in a cute way. But in a cute way. I don't know if I've been a banter type of girl. Yeah, I like banter. No. I think I thought that banter is like like people with banter and like witty comebacks and shit like that's like a cute thing. Yeah. Maybe I naturally have it and just don't know. Yeah, I feel like people. Some people and and don't get me wrong. Like the thing about banter is just everyone has different types, right? So for it, for it, I like a dude to play with me a little bit and say and we talk shit to each other. That's what banter is, talking shit to each other, yeah, but in yeah. a cute way. And I do like that. And some people are more sensitive than others. So some people might be like, that's not funny. Where I laugh. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah. that shit is funny. Different types of banter. Everyone doesn't have the same flow. Yeah, and everyone don't have the same, like I if, I feel like some people, like, I know that I have friends who are like, he said what to you? And I'm like, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> but to me, I just, I don't know, I, I take jokes differently than somebody else who might take jokes, you know? Mm-hmm. But, so that brings me to, we did have a banter, 
And at first, the banter was cute and funny. Yeah. And I think that... And, like and, what? Give me but, an and I feel like after a while, they be, it's just... Be, it get, it's like, okay, this isn't funny anymore. So an example would be... um. I don't know, like, it, it started off real like he didn't know me. So it started off with, like, oh, he asked me what my sign was, and I was like, I'm an Aquarius. And he was just like, oh, I know about Aquarius women. Y'all are this, this, that, and that, and the third. You know, mm. just trying, like, I guess he was into, like, signs or whatever, mm. personality traits um, within the signs. So he was like, oh, I know about y'all. So he would make little jokes, like, I would say something. He'll be like, oh, that's because you're an Aquarius woman. And the first at first, it was funny, but he was just a, a type of person to just beat a joke until it's not even funny anymore. So yeah. I'd be like, all right. And then once we started to kind of get to know each other, he started more banter. So then he would be like, he'll just say little, little sly shit mm-hmm. or whatever. But some of the bigger things that, which leads me to when we met and I was like, oh no. So again, when he, I was only really talking to him, because even though I had my hand up, I honestly I would I would talk to people, but it wasn't nothing, you know. So I was really only connecting with this person, and he would say things that probably was like, okay, that's a bit much. But like the funny things he the funny thing he said was he told me. So you know how somebody be like, you a clown? Yeah. He kind of was like, "Damn, you the whole damn circus." <laughs> he was like, "You and your family, y'all are client like what?" And and he made this joke, and it was hilarious to me. But then you know, again, he was also the type of person who would just beat a joke, so it's not funny anymore. And it was just like, and he would make stuff, say stuff like that, like that's funny, right? Mm-hmm. You a whole damn circus, like whatever. But then when you constantly say that, plus these other little things, like what little things? So then one time he said. so like he was trying to see something like i guess behind me because this was i was staying at my like aunt's house right because i've been quarantined for three months Mm -hmm. at my aunt's house Mm -hmm. i'm back home now Mm -hmm. but my aunt has like paintings on the wall or whatever so i think he was trying to see the painting and he said something like can you move your stupid face I can't see. And, like, that's just rude. And I was just, like, my stupid face. And he was like, yes, move your stupid face. And I was just like, well, that's rude. Like, yeah. my face is stupid. And, and he, he was like, like... you don't know me like that yet. And he was just like... But then... And this is where you start seeing signs. Because then this man goes, um, I don't think you have a stupid face. I think your face is beautiful. And I'm like, okay, so then why'd you say that? He was like, I didn't. And I was like, no, but you did. <laughs> he was like, no, you must think you have a stupid face because I think your face is be- is beautiful. That sounds like some gaslighting Exactly. Weird shit. And so I'm like, okay, all right, that's weird, but I'm gonna let that go. But it's just like things just started, I don't know, little things. So then what else did he say? Oh, so... I- before, okay, so we were talking, we're, and I feel like you know when you feel like y'all don't really talk about anything. Um, yeah, but you're talking, but you're talking, and just a bunch of answer. That's also annoying. I too. cannot say. I want to have a conversation, like, but all you want to like, do is answer. It's okay. Yeah, the cute little back and forth is cute, but then like 
let's get into like the real thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. I can banter. I like banter we with the dude. So but yeah. like, we can still talk about different things without you making fun of me or joking on me or me joking on you. Like, that's just cute to do. But like, that's not what and that's the whole relationship like, you know, like, back should when we were be. Younger, like that's how it's like. Yeah, will make fun of you, which is so weird. Yeah, so and like he would just do little things, and so then. One time he told me, this was literally like, I don't know, he told me, um, we were talking about our whole names and I told him what my whole name was. So if you don't know, my whole name is basic as fuck. It's very, very simple, I what, think. Lauren DeAndrea Ware? Girl, <laughs> no ma'am. <laughs> my name, this girl said Lauren DeAndrea Ware. So my name is Lauren Alexandria Ware. <laughs> I know it was like a year. <laughs> I really Deandria. No, it's a Lauren Alexandria where it sounds very proper, if you know what I'm trying to say. Um and so I mean, yeah, so he said, that's a real stupid name. Your mama must have been drunk when she named you. And I said, I'm sorry, excuse you? And he was like, Your mom must have been drunk. And I was like, that's not funny. At all. Cause my mom don't even drink. He was she. <laughs> my mom don't, <laughs> don't even drink. You know what this man said? Now she don't. Cause she probably took us up to rehab after naming you. It was just something so like. And I was like, but did you hear what my name was? And y'all, I can't. I don't want to put his name out there because yeah. like, I just don't. But if y'all knew his name, y'all be like, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> <gasps> Like, no, this is, like, deflecting because your name. Yeah, for you know? sure, for sure. Like, he just had one of those, like, he's, he's like, 30. Wait, so what'd you like he's about He's 30-something, and he... Now. Me too. So he's 30-something. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh, um, he's, like, 30-something with an old man name. That's yeah. just, like, he just had an old, like, like no more. <laughs> worse. Look. Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot. Okay, okay. No, it was worse than that. And so, to me, it's, like... You deflected because your mama named you that name. That's somebody great, 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 great grandpa's name. But For that's sure. not my fault. My name is very simple. But, like, it just adds up to all. So what I liked about him, so when we first connected, we were having, like, he was asking all, the, like, the questions that you would ask Oh, someone. yeah, I remember. He yeah, was, like, being, you like, liked it. really. At I first, love you know what I like. And I, you, like, I know. Like, and you know, at first I was a little annoyed because I felt like he was really, really nosy. Remember I said that? Because I'm like, dang. Yeah, and I was like, that's not nosy. What yeah. did he ask? I was like, that's not nosy. He He's asked trying me really about past like, relationships and what went wrong in them. Yeah, and when I, I kind of, really I was on the surface. Up front. Yeah, and I was on the surface saying, like, I was answering his questions, but it was very surface, surface level because I didn't really know him. And he kept, he was like, okay, so then, so like, and he kept digging. And I'm like, okay, we don't know each other and you really digging for too deep and we don't even know each other yet. But I, I, I didn't like shut him out. I wasn't like, oh no, cause you're all good to do that. Maybe I should have. about it. That was a little too soon to be asked about shit like that. Yes, because he was Cause like, that should come up later. Exactly, but he was trying to pry, pry, and I'm like, I don't like that. And I told him I didn't like that. And then he pried, that's even worse. Yeah, it's like, I told him, I was like, you can ask me a question, and I get that, you know, you, you may not know if you're being too personal or not, but if I tell you I don't want to answer this, just 
I don't want to answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told him about it. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I just like to, whatever. So I still gave him another chance, and I continued to talk to him, even though I was a little annoyed about that. But we kept talking, and I was like, okay, he's pretty cool. And I told you, I was like, he seems pretty cool. We're having a good combo. Like, everything seems fine. And we actually didn't exchange numbers until two or three weeks into talking on Hinge. He wasn't, like, one of those dudes who was like, hey, let me get your number right away. Like, we were just talking on Hinge, Mm -hmm. just on some, like, casual shit. And so... I was like, okay, he seems normal. We exchanged numbers. We started texting. It was good. And we were having long paragraph conversations paragraph. at first. So it was cool. If it in a paragraph, I don't want it. Right. I don't <laughs> right. Want it. So I was like, okay, this is good. And then I think that eventually he's he was like, oh, let's FaceTime. So and y'all gonna be like, girl, what's wrong with you? So like when we were FaceTiming. I'm like, okay, he, he was okay. You know, I wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And I saw his pic- No, on oh, FaceTime, period. period. Oh, okay. But even on his photos, I was like, all right, he's okay. He's not, he's not um ugly. <laughs> but he's also not, it doesn't make... Not um ugly, yeah. Okay. I don't... He just like was cool. Yeah, and I, I'm also learning the older that I get is not always about looks. It's also about, like, you should be attracted to the person like, that you're talking to. But, but their soul. Like, it's all about personality, like so... their soul. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, but I... And, and then but, the other things just get cute because it's just like... Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, yeah. I feel like you should be at first... When you first meet someone, you got to be attracted to them, Mm -hmm. right? So for me, I was like, oh, he's not bad. Like, and and I also feel like it's not fair to, because he wasn't ugly on the, like, he wasn't, like, ugly to me, you know? Look, beauty is to the eye of the beholder, right? Mm -hmm. But he wasn't, like, to me, I was like, okay, he's decent. But I also, this is photos, you know, he could be the way better in person mm-hmm. or, or whatever worse. or way worse. But, you know, I don't know. And I was like, let me just continue to talk to him. So when we FaceTime, I was like, OK, I still had that same feeling. Like, all right. Mm. He all right. When we was FaceTiming. It was cool. Well, so Do you face- feel an attraction? Because I would feel an attraction through FaceTime, I think. Well, I have, I've never like. Talk to anybody like yeah, that way. No. Oh wait, I like. Well, this was in middle school. I was on Yahoo Messenger <laughs> and AIM, like everybody else was. And well, like, I, I didn't talk. But to like one of my first boyfriends, like lived down the street, but we found each other online. Really? But it, it wasn't even a boyfriend because I was like in fucking sixth I'm grade, dead. you know, middle school. Um, was there attraction? I mean, he was. I mean, okay. I think that it was when I saw him. I was like, okay. Eh. Like, I could do this. It's right. That's We've not been. How it, should feel. it shouldn't. And and the thing is, like, That's we've been talking already. So I'm like, okay, he's great combo. He, he decent. And no one else talked to you during the quarantine. Exactly. So, just like... so it's just like, all right, um, cool. But I don't know. And then I feel like as we continue, and he would literally face. He would send me good morning text messages every morning. He would try at least FaceTime me once a day, like, like mm-hmm. every day, like at night. We would talk a lot. To the point where my aunt would be like, girl, who you on the phone with? So-and-so? The consistency was good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I could tell I'm like, okay, I think he he likes me. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I definitely felt like I I was like, oh, I think I like him. So when we started FaceTiming, it was just I think I was I was starting to be attracted because we attracted to him in a sense because we were talking all the time. Yeah. But it wasn't at first sight. It wasn't like I know when I when you know, when I when I like someone and it's just an instant like, oh my god, everything like about him. I get butterflies sometimes. in my stomach. I didn't get that with him, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. But then other people sometimes are like, oh yo, it should be like a okay. built-up friendship and then you start liking the person. I don't yeah. know, but I, and feel I mean, like don't get me when you know, you know. It's yeah. like an instant thing. And I've only like that chemistry goes. But there has been one person where it stuck and that was the only person where it was an instant like, okay, and I feel like that's like how regular dating is. Yes. Yeah. Like when you just meet yes. somebody. Yes. Like, and oh, and I definitely shit, think I that you. And yeah. So I the that person that I did meet online, we dated, and it was just like that attraction, physically, mentally, all of that in the package. So it's possible to have that with online dating, but I only had it with that one person. Um. But this dude, so I thought I was going to have that again, but it was just kind of like, eh. So then, you know, we kept talking. We kept having all this stupid banter that I liked, but that was just like, okay, this is too much. So when we actually met, and oh my God, he said, so we were talking the night before we were supposed to meet. I was actually really nervous because I'm like, oh my God, like what if like, he got one leg? Like what this if is he- This is the new, the quarantine guy. Yeah. yeah. When we, I'm, I'm, I'm so the night before we were supposed to meet, we were just talking. And I was just like, we were just making, like, joking with each other, just like, how are we going to look? You know, like, what if, you know, you have one leg or something? What if I'm in a wheelchair? He's talking about, if you're in a wheelchair, I'm going to roll your ass back to your wheelchair. I was That's like, That's hysterical, um, But we were literally just talking, like, what if we're not attracted to each other? It was a buildup. Right? It was just build up like, oh my god, we're gonna meet each other, how's it gonna be? And it was So we met at the park. Yeah, and so we met up at the park and like I saw him. I'm like, okay. He smelled nice. I'm a sucker for a man who smells good. Uh Uh-huh. Um, he smelled nice. He was just I don't know, like it was just okay. I there was no sparks when I saw him. That's crazy. I was like, "Mm, all right. Super, super skinny. He was tall. He was taller than me. That was nice. That was nice. Um, but, like, <laughs> hugging him, it was just, like, not a hearty hug. I like, love a good no hearty connection. hug. That's all. He that, he was not for you. Yeah, I know. And, and so then we... So we met up at Central Park. And he came to me, which that was nice. Um, We met at Central Park and, like... We started, we just kind of walked around the park. And just walking around the park, it was just kind of awkward. I did not feel a connection. And again, he kept he kept up with the jokes. Uh, and that's how I knew. We're talking about. He kept saying. Yeah, we weren't even talking about anything. Like, literally, a bird flew by us. He was like, dang, get your family members. You know your family birds. Like, <laughs> so you're calling me a crying. bird and, like, my family a bird. And then he said, like, he just kept making jokes. He was like, no, you need to walk. We need to be six feet apart, and you need to make sure you have your mask on. I don't want people to see me with you. Like, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It was just very, very, like, at this point, mean. Mm-hmm. And then he was I'm just playing, like, and pull me in. And it's just like, this is not, this is childish. I don't like it. Um, So we were walking, and I just didn't feel any, like, 
Connection. Connection. And like he would try to be all up on me, and I'm just like, mm, no, I don't it didn't like feel it. Right, yeah. It didn't feel right. And then he, oh, so then he goes, I don't know. He brought up my mom being on being an alcoholic mm-hmm. again. Which your mom is not even close to. Not my she mom does drink. not drink. Please, okay, <laughs> please, that. No. Mm-hmm. So he brought that up, talking about, yeah, because I don't even know why he brought that up. I don't remember what the conversation was, but he was just like, yeah. So I was just jokingly like, I'm going to tell my mama that you're calling her alcoholic. Like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, and I'm going to tell my mama you called her a crackhead. And I said, so why would you do that? That's not even funny. And he's just <laughs> like, well, you you talking about, you going to tell your mama I called <clears throat> you... He was like, if you're going to lie, if you're going to say that I called your mom. And I was like, but you did. He was like, well, you call my mom a crackhead. And I'm like, this is weird. Because I didn't. Because I did not. I was like, why would you joke like that? Is he all the way there? I don't know. I mean, I thought he was. (laughs) Maybe not. And he was just, and I'm like, well, why would you, why would you say that? And he was just like, well, if you're going to lie, then I'm like, but I'm not lying. You did say that about my mom, but why would you say, and he was just like, well, I mean, that's what I'm gonna tell my mom, and I'm like, this is just weird. That's not even funny <laughs> to not. just play around with. So at the end of the oh, and then he would make just like, oh, I bet this was the highlight of your day, and it's just like, okay. Actually, I had more fun watching TV. Exactly. Netflix, no, seriously, I had more fun just chilling with my aunt watching TV. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like when I got home. So, like, I got back to my aunt's house. I was sh- My aunt was like, how was it? And I was just like, girl, it was what it was. It was something. <laughs> I don't know. She was like, oh, okay. Um, So he FaceTimed me. And he was just kind of like, and I was so, he was just kind of like, um, yeah, like, I, be- I made your day, huh? Like, I made your day. Just saying all this type of stuff. And I'm just like, this is, I don't like it. I don't. Like I don't like it. And I think, and the type of person that I am, I don't mean to be like that, but I really started dis- distancing myself mm-hmm. from him. So, like, he would FaceTime me. I wouldn't answer. Mm-hmm. He would send me text messages. I would respond, like, hours later. Yeah. Um, He would, I don't know. And I think the last time I talked to him, he was just so annoying. So that was a wrap. He kind of... I didn't I didn't ghost him or anything. We kind of just stopped talking to each other. Because mm-hmm. after that FaceTime call was so annoying, we hung up the phone. And I think he felt my energy. So he never reached out to me again. And I never reached out to him. That was that. That, that was the end of that. And the and quarantine yeah, situation. Um, mm-hmm. And then after him, there was... I mean... I was just talking to people, but nothing serious. Yeah. I feel like no one's been talking to anyone, which is probably, I'm not sure if that's good or bad, because it's like, I've been really confused because it's kind of like, okay, yeah, we're in a pandemic, but this is also life. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like life throws shit at you all the time. Like, you could, this could be like two years from now and we hit another pandemic. Right. So it's like, do you stop and like, do dating and life? different of course well this one's different because we couldn't see each other but it's like how do you how do you address that like maybe you should like address yourself make sure you're good first and then start maybe you know but it's kind of like well i don't know i definitely think that now we know it's life so i think now at first we did because i feel like but at first we didn't know what this was so it was kind of like oh shoot like you know this is what it is but 
now it's like, okay, this is life. So I feel like people are, you know, and I feel like a lot of old people be trying to come back and pop up and it's like, oh, hello. Oh, that happened for sure. Yeah, a lot of old people and it's just like, oh. The check-ins, right. like, and like, stuff like that. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. not really checking for you, but you know what? <laughs> Yeah, so I think nice that's gesture. funny. I think that's funny too. Like all these old people trying to pop up, because it's like they're not talking to anyone either. So there's been so is like, it like, and that's the thing. Is it like out of people just being bored and lonely, or are they really figuring out their feelings? Because this is, I feel like this is a time where it's like you don't got nothing but your feelings. Yeah, like this is the most rawest of like that a person can be. Period. So whatever you're bringing to whoever you're bringing it to, I feel like that's just like what it is. Because there's no distraction. I don't know, but I don't know. I just think it depends on that. Or you're bored as fuck, and you just yeah. I think "Mm, it depends on the person. Trash. Yeah, I think it really depends on the person because if you had unfinished business with the person and they're hitting you up, it could definitely be they thought about it. A thought of like, okay, well, we're in this pandemic. I've been thinking like. Let me reach out to her. Mm-hmm. Or if you know a person's a bullshitter and they just be on some bullshit and they try to come, they could be boredom. I, I feel like the some people who have hit me up has definitely been <laughs> like they were bored. Yeah. Whereas there are some who is like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it is like a hey, I like anybody boy. who's hit me up has been like a genuine like you good type shit, especially because I'm in New York. It's like one of those yeah and i definitely think yep it's like a genuine like i i think a person hitting you up out of boredom that you used to date they're checking on you but it's like well let me check up on her because it's like you know whereas there are some people who are like let me check up on her i'm kind of thinking, thinking about, about oh it. shit maybe yeah. Like, yeah um so i think both of them are the same but as i don't want them anyway as, so it's all good right <laughs> Yeah, so we are going to go into the chain segment. Shout out to Lala Ware and her hour long, I think. It was about an hour long hand story, but we love those. Um, We love just openly talking about dating and stuff like that, especially with you guys. You guys always like have really amazing stuff to say and you guys really do learn from, you know, the little things that people are talking about and whatnot. So we're going to move on to the chain segment. So for this week... Our change segment is JJ's I Me Foundation um, in Houston, Texas. I was a part of that organization. Okay, so right after college, I decided to, I was, okay, so I graduated college and I had maybe two to three more classes to take to go and take my MCAT. And I was taking those classes at HCC. And then I had my epiphany to not go to medical school and to move forward with media and stuff like that. So I was trying to look for any type of internship that I possibly could find because I didn't study media at all. All I had was my website or my blog and my and me and Blake's show, The Continuous Conversation, which was the best show ever. I miss that show so much. It was a YouTube show. If you guys remember and like our OGs, y'all remember that show. But um. Yeah, so that's really all the... And then, oh, of course, in, like, college, um, we do, like, lots of, like, concerts, and we did, like, fashion shows, and I did a bunch of, you know, like, event planning and stuff like that. Um, 
So it's like I had a little bit of experience, but, you know, not the real experience that somebody would have got if they studied like communications or broadcast journalism or marketing or whatever the case may be. So I was like, okay, I have to get some type of experience in some type of way. However, I can get it while I figure this thing out. And so I um, was scrolling on Instagram and I saw 97.9 The Box posts about like JJ's I Me Foundation. JJ on the mic, she was midday on the radio on 97.9 The Box. Um, she was their 10 to 3 girl, of course. Like that's the time when, you know, all the ladies and the, the um, beauty shop were listening, like that midday slot or whatever. And she also had a, a foundation called JJ's I Me Foundation. And she was looking for a social media intern and I was like, this is perfect because it's about like mental health, mentoring girls, empowering young women. That's my judge, health and wellness, career development, all that stuff. And I was like, yes, so I can do this and volunteer there in social media while learning from JJ, who's on the freaking radio. I was like, this is a great setup. So I applied for that. Um, me and who's now my best friend, Terry, we both got the internship and that internship turned into me being there for literally until I left to come to New York City. So that's 2014 to 2017. So yeah, JJ's on Me Foundation provides positive experiences for middle and high school girls in person and now, of course, virtual programming on health, wellness, career development, beauty. We had like etiquette classes. We had all kind of stuff. It was so dope for like these girls and what was even like, well, actually the, the dopest to me, I'd be changing my chain of thought like it's nothing. But the dopest thing to me was that they were learning from like real life, like entrepreneurs who like didn't have like the typical, you know, career. And it was, it was just one of the best experiences that I've ever had. Um, being able to like pour into those young girls and like seeing them grow, seeing them change, seeing them come in and not want to say anything to us. And then at by the end of it, they're like speaking in front of the class and like, you know, doing a whole skit or doing a whole monologue or whatever they're doing, you know? So it was just like a great experience. Yeah, so the I Me Tour is coming to an end. They're wrapping that up and they're gonna, you know, every, all good things come to an end and they're gonna continue the foundation, but they're gonna do different things with it. So um, the foundation is put together the I Me Tour Awards and I, of course, got an award for just being a woman presenter, staff, and volunteer for the IME tour who helped empower young girls in the community for the past eight years. And I met, I've connected with so many women through there. The dopest women ever have came through there to volunteer, have came through there to give, to do whatever. Um, and now that we're wrapping it up, we're all going to be able to be like on one call. It's going to be super duper dope. Um, and the foundation's giving away World Changer Award. So that was dope. I was like, hey, that has amazing green to it world changer. I love to hear it. I love to see it. Um, and the foundation is just amazing. And they definitely, we deserve change for this episode. Um, much love to JJ, much love to Terry, much love to Joy, much love to DJ 4.0, Monica Lewis and Brandy Neal. Oh my gosh, I miss you so much. Chef Keisha, so many people to name, and I can't wait to see everyone at the virtual event and Microsoft is like hosting it and stuff like that. Super duper dope. Um, I just, I'm just excited to see everybody. And um, I can't wait to see like what I do next when it comes to like mentoring and giving back and stuff like that. I feel like I've been so focused on 
myself and my career. I haven't had that time to do that. And that's something that really does like fulfill me so much and that I love to do. So um, once this pandemic's over, however I can figure out how to start to give back again in that way, I'm ready for that next journey as well. So shout out to the I'm Me Foundation. That was our change segment of the week. And next we're going to go into my two cents. Okay, so my two cents on Jada in August is more so about the lesson that I learned versus if what she did was like wrong or right, because that's none of my business at all. Um, So Jada always talks about her marriage with Will and its ups and downs and whatnot. If you watch for a table talk, not for the mess, but actually, you know, for the lessons, which y'all need to start doing anyways. One thing she mentioned is that further into their marriage, their visions for life kind of change, which which of course happens if you're like living life with someone, things change, people change, you just rock it out, right? So yes, so their visions change. Will kind of wanted that Hollywood poster family. That's why, you know, that's when we started to see Willow whipping her hair back and forth and Jaden like in that Bruce Lee movie or whatever he was in um that like was his vision and of course like Jada acting and all that stuff and then Jada started to kind of want to like be more normal and like self-discover and um like live more authentically and of course like that really does not coincide in Hollywood that much I'm sure like a lot more happened but that's really like what she shares about you know their troubles and stuff but they talked about them separating right and going to figure out what makes them happy individually. Will also like made this post, I'm not sure if y'all remember it, but it was like about like, it went viral actually. It was basically said, you can't make someone happy. They have to find that before, they have to find that for themselves before like a partner. And no matter how hard you try to make someone happy, you can make them feel good, but like to truly be happy and fulfilled, like that's something that you need to find with yourself and whoever, you know, you believe in. Um, and I feel like that's something that we all know and, but it's something that we don't necessarily always practice. Um, but anyway, so they, they break up to do that, to discover their own things. And Jada ends up falling into this entanglement with August. Um, and whatever happens with that, that's what happened. She said that she honestly just wants to feel good, which is like, what a lot of people want to do when they're going through things and not understanding what's going on. Like they just want that instant gratification of feeling good. Um, But anyway, so that whole thing happened. Then um, she ends up fixing her marriage with Will and they end up getting back together. So of course, August is out of the picture, but August ends up spilling the beans and freaking like telling the world about him and Jada, which is a part that's really, really weird. But Hey, like, He's an artist, and that was his truth, honestly. And names shouldn't have been said. I feel like, you know, like, art is supposed to be, you know, like a mystery. Like, you can talk about all kinds of things, but don't freaking say, like, who you're talking about. That's just rude as fuck. But anyways, he's entitled to his truth as well and his own reality, right? Anyway, so for me, it was beautiful to see Will, a whole Black successful role model, um, a whole like man, like he's a role model to everybody, stand right by his wife with the whole thing. I'm not married and I've never been married. And I feel like everyone who was talking so much shit on my Twitter timeline isn't married either. But marriage is not always easy. We've heard that and it really isn't. I'm not sure why people think it's all peaches and creams. 
But if someone is truly your person, y'all are going to go through all kinds of things in this life. Um, nobody deserves to like be cheated on, abused, or nothing like crazy like that. But life is for sure going to happen, and shit's for sure going to hit the fan. But I believe that love and partnership and marriage, like, it's all about rocking out through that with your person. Like, no matter what happens, that's just what, if you decide to get married, that's what you kind of sign up for. And this clip right here, I'm going to play it right here, is what really, like, solidified the, the lesson for me. And I was like, that is actually beautiful. Like, this is, like, real partnership. As wild and, like, maybe disgusting to some people, which you have that right, it just, like, you know, is a weird-ass story. But, like, this is really what, like, marriage and partnership is about. I can love you through anything. And I didn't believe you. Yeah. If somebody looked through a crystal ball and said, this, 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 and this is going to happen, I'd be like, mm -hmm. no way. Yeah. You thought I was that, that I didn't have the girth that it was going to take to ride with I you didn't, through. Yeah, I didn't know if you would be willing to find the deep capacity to love me. Yeah. How am I doing? You're doing great. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Also, to keep it, like, 100, I feel like nobody should cheat or step out, for sure. But men do it all the time. It's, like, the norm in some marriages. And Jada didn't even cheat, but she's getting dragged to filth just because of what happened, which is really not that fair. The double standard with this is really off the wall. Um, but, yeah, I feel like people should just run their marriages and their relationships however they please, as long as it's working for you and your partner and y'all are communicating Rock the fuck out. I personally want God in the center of my relationships. And as long as that's what's happening, I know like all is well. And that's, and we're going to more than likely rock out with God in the center of it all. Right. So yeah, that's my two cents on that. It was very, very interesting, but I really do love Red Table Talk. It is breaking a lot of like generational trauma, especially in the black community. And just opening up conversations that are always brushed under the rug. So y'all should definitely check that out. I feel like I talk about that all the time. For the gold segment, I want to shout out this new artist who I think is freaking dope. I just love the vibe. I just love, it's just new, it's fresh. Um, and, and shout out to the BET Awards. The BET Awards were really, really good. Like the whole virtual situation and everything that was put into it. I know a couple of people, people from the new school who worked on that. Shout out to you guys, Tori. Y'all are amazing. Um, but yeah, during the BET Awards, they actually broke an artist, which is, I feel like should happen on all award shows. Like they should break new artists or the, at least they try, but it never really sticks. And they broke, um, his name is Loner. It's spelled L-O-N-R. And he has that one song called Make the Most with her. I've never been a really big her fan. Everyone always chops me up for that, but we can talk about that later. But I just love his song, Make the Most, and even the whole EP, Make the Most. It's just really, really nice and refreshing. Nice little R&B, kind of like, I don't know, it's its own genre of a thing. Um, but to start off, if you guys want to check him out, I would watch the Make the Most music video with Loner um, featuring her or just listen to the song. It's so cute. Let me see if I can get... The lyrics is what got me. I was like, oh, no, nah, y'all about to have me up here crying. Um, I don't want to leave your mind to wander. I'll surround you, make you feel sure. Got desire to make this right, because every single night I want to fill your soul. I want to grow old with you, make the most with you. That's the goal. I want to grow old with you, make the most with you. I'm just like, that's cute. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't like when people say they're about to die for anyone because hell nah, but I think it's just a super cute song, some nice R&B vibes, um, some honest R&B vibes. So yeah, you guys check out Loner, make the most. And we're going to go on to our last segment, Peace of Mind. I want to add this part in. I realize like a consistent theme throughout all of this is gratification from the instant gratification that can happen on a dating app with Hinge and things like that, or dating period, to Jada and August's little entanglement. During the Red Table Talk, she said she fell into that entanglement with August after her and Will separated because she just wanted to feel good. She said that like three times. She was like, I just wanted to feel good. I just wanted to feel good, like over and over again. And although that obviously wasn't the best choice, she let those desires lead her without thinking about like the long-term like detriment or benefit of it. She just wanted that instant gratification at that moment. And it's wild how much a lot of us go with instant gratification versus delayed because that's just way easier to do. But all, but delayed honestly produces like the best results in the long run and like true fulfillment and like overall happiness. Um, so yeah. So for the peace of mind episode, we will be talking about the difference between instant gratification and delayed gratification and how we can be badasses and master the art of being okay with delayed gratification. So as a society, we all have our own problems with instant gratification. We avoid pain in the moment instead of delaying pleasure for a bigger purpose. We seek band-aid solutions and temporary comforts, whatever it takes to ease the discomfort at the moment. This can be like bad diets and efforts to lose weight. Um, if you're working a job that really makes you unhappy because you don't want to switch up careers and work from the ground up or truly like work on your passions. Maybe even like scrolling through social media and procrastinating instead of getting your work done drinking and smoking to relieve anxiety, binge watching Netflix instead of discovering like new fun hobbies. You could be outside running, you could be hiking, you could be doing all kinds of things instead of just sitting there all day watching TV, right? Um, dating apps and dating unintentionally just because it, feel good, it feels good in the moment, but really like isn't shit. Like y'all know that nigga really probably isn't shit, but you know, you're just dating it just because. Um, and even like buying something material that's super expensive when you could have gone on vacation or saved it for retirement or just something more important in the future. Something that really doesn't matter. It's a Rolex so you can flex or whatever you're trying to do, but it's like, did I really need that? Probably not. Anyways, I could really go on and on, but while I'm talking about this, I want you guys to think about what ways, in what ways do you let instant gratification distract you from your greatness? We have to stop making our life choices according to how we can avoid what we're feeling in that moment. And like the craziest, most wild part about all of this is with instant gratification, nothing really is ever fixed. Whatever that feeling or whatever that thing is, it's going to rise back up eventually and continue to bother you and you will just continue to feel like unfulfilled. But if we, if we take the path of delayed gratification, that's honestly where the fulfillment and the real solutions to our problems truly do lie. That's where they lie. And also, guess what? Delayed gratification is one of the most effective personal traits of successful people. People who learn how to manage their need to be satisfied in the moment thrive more in their careers, relationships, 
health, and finances more than people who give into them. Yeah, the skill is not at all easy to master. It takes practice, a couple of backtracks, and multiple mistakes. But the more you work at it, the better you'll get at it, and that's really all that matters. And over time, you'll, your self-control will improve and ultimately help you achieve your long-term, your long-term goals way faster. So yeah, I'm going to share like a simple practice that you can do to begin this journey to fucking with this delayed gratification life instead of instant. Because honestly, I know I don't have time. I'm trying to live my most beautiful, most successful, fulfilling lives. And I know that you guys are too. Just the fact that you turn this podcast on, I know that's like something that you're trying to do. So yeah, I'm going to like talk about the little things that I've been doing after some research on how to like practice being okay with delayed gratification and just like making better choices and better decisions for a better life. Okay, so here's a brief guide on how to overcome instant gratification if you really do practice it. It's like maybe three, yeah, about three steps. So number one is watch the urges. We all have urges to check our email or social media to eat something sweet or fried or to procrastinate or find distractions, they arise in all of us, but that doesn't mean we need to act on them. The first step is to see the urges arise and mindfully recognize when it's happening. Some people will take it as far as like writing it down, but not not acting on it. And that could help you if, you know, it's really just that bad. It's like, if, if something arises, just write it down or just like note it in some way, but don't act on it if that's not what you feel like you should be doing. Okay. Step two is delay. Don't immediately act on whatever that urge is. Take a moment to really think about the consequences of acting on that urge. Will it be beneficial? And how will you feel afterwards? Put space in between that urge and that action. Some people with this, they actually like count to 10. Um, Breathe in, breathe out a couple of times just to gain more clarity for whatever like their next action should be. Like literally... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But okay, do I really want to eat that or do I really want to do that? It really does work. Number three, make a conscious decision and accept it. So if you decide to give in to your urges sometimes, it's totally fine. Like nobody's telling you to live a boring, whack ass life. That's not it. I'm like the queen of YOLO because you really only have one life, but we need to live a fulfilled one. So we just got to be more conscious of our decisions and not follow every single whim or urge. Making conscious choices instead of just trying to gratify your wants will help you make healthier decisions. And once we've made whatever choice that is, like enjoy it in the moment, no matter what it is. Don't beat yourself up about a conscious choice. See how you feel afterwards, though. Like if you are like, okay, do I want to go out with this person but you really aren't sure, you really thought about it, and you're like, you know what, let me do this. Pay attention to how you feel afterwards. Like, if you feel bad, like, that's how you know maybe that wasn't the best decision. If you feel great, it's like, that's what you were supposed to be doing. So even if it's with food or whatever the case may be, like, pay attention to how you feel after. Um, yeah, ultimately, just accept whatever choice that you make. And that's like just a simple guide to making better decisions and making better choices. And I hope that helps you guys. Um, thanks for listening to the 10th episode, actually, 
of the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. That was a peace of mind segment. We'll be back next week. I'm going to drop every Thursday, every week. So I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I love y'all. Bye.